You are now tuned in to the AddictedToSuccess.com podcast, where geniuses, entrepreneurs, and next-level game-changers share their juicy little secrets on achieving massive success. This is the advice you wish you heard years ago. Be prepared and take note as we expose the realness and the raw of what it takes to be successful on AddictedToSuccess.com. Now, before we get into this interview, I have an exclusive opportunity for you that I'd love to bring to your attention. And that is I have just launched a six to 12 month mastermind called the Circle of Influence, where I'll be taking you under my wing to show you how to build a platform online that generates an income for you so you can have more freedom in your life. I'm also going to show you how to become a powerful influencer online so that you can score interviews and so you can get exposure on major publications and platforms. And I'm going to even show you how to build these platforms yourself, such as a website, podcast, a YouTube channel, and a social media following so that you can get your message out there to millions. I'm also going to show you how to network with other incredible leaders online so that you can interview them and so that you can collaborate with them and really show you how to refine your story so you can share it in an unforgettable way to score more interviews, to score book deals, and to gain more speaking opportunities so that you can become a powerhouse leader. Now, if this speaks to you, make sure you head over to IamJoelBrown.com slash apply and get in before I close my doors on this live interactive exclusive opportunity where I'm going to go deep with you and with the community of Circle of Influence Game Changers. Don't miss this. Now let's get into this interview. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Addicted to Success podcast. I'm your host, Joel Brown, and I'm here today with Alex Lombard, who is 26 years old. He is a co-owner of a multiple six-figure, almost seven-figure digital marketing agency that he has only run for the only close to two years now. This is insane. Now, Alex manages hundreds of seven and eight figure earners accounts on social media and he works with over 600 brands that use his services. Alex is also the CEO and the founder of Vision World Inc. where he helps to create online influence for entrepreneurs through features in major publications and scaling their presence on Instagram. Uh, His Instagram accounts are Vision World, The Success Club and Invigorate Official which has a massive, massive following. He's also worked alongside Dan Locke, who was an eight-figure entrepreneur. And he has also worked alongside Russell Brunson of ClickFunnels to help him push his best-selling books and to grow his audience base. I know celebrities like Tyrese Gibson also follow the success club that Alex has created. He has a lot of backing and support from incredible entrepreneurs that love his content. And he just has this awesome heart of service. So I can't wait for you to hear Alex's advice and words of wisdom today. Alex, thank you so much for joining us on the Addicted to Success podcast. Hey, man. Thanks so much for having me. Super excited. Yeah, I love it, man. You jumped on our mastermind call yesterday and a number of my students were blown away Mm. by the wisdom that you instilled in them. And I, I just really love the fact that you're a man of service and that you love to really step in and teach others and not just hold it just to yourself. So thank you for playing all out, man. I really appreciate it. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome, brother. You're welcome. So tell me vision. Well, how did this come about and what does it mean to you? What is it? What's the underlying driver and passion behind vision? Well, 
Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So, um, it's actually a pretty funny story. I won't go super in depth, but, um, basically I got my start as, you know, an entrepreneur when I was 21 years old. Um, I'm about to be 27. So about six years ago now. And, uh, I got my, you know, my start in, in this game of entrepreneurship at 21, I got involved with like a direct selling business. And, um, what ended up happening was in that industry that I was involved with back then I needed to go out there and find leads. I had to have, you know, business partners. I had to sell product, you know, things like that. And so once I kind of ran out of, you know, what's called like your warm or hot market, meaning like your, you know, your circle of influence people that you're surrounded by. Once I kind of, you know, went through that and they all said, no, um, I was forced to look elsewhere. And so I, that's actually what got me onto Instagram in the first place six years ago was because I, I saw an opportunity with it to use it as like a digital billboard, as a digital platform to reach more people. And at the time, the only goal was literally just to make money uh, and, and sell, you know, on there. And so that's actually how it started. Um, and then basically just ran with it, you know, for the last six years. And it's done a lot. I've, I've gone through some pretty big breakthroughs. I've changed up kind of the brand and the image. I've changed up, you know, what it's all about. I've had different you know, philosophies and ideas and theories and things, you know, when, when it comes to what it means to me along the way, you know, I just believe that life's a big journey and uh, you grow, you know, along the way and you have breakthroughs and things happen. And so where I'm at today with it, it's actually really cool. Um, I started in 2019. One of my biggest goals was I wanted to transfer my brand um, vision wall on Instagram from just like this motivational, inspirational quote page that I was kind of hiding my face and my, my personality behind into my actual personal brand. And so that's what I did. Uh, I transferred it into my life. And so now it's basically just, you know, my entire life, you know, poured out through Instagram and I do everything I possibly can to be as authentic as real and, and provide as much value as I can to, you know, the, my followers. And so, you know, really what it is to me today is a few things. I really want to use the brand to uh, reach more people so that I can provide more value in different ways. Um, just kind of depending on, you know, again, what they're looking for. And then I would say another really big reason and a huge thing that you know, I just love with Instagram in general with personal branding, but also just specifically vision wall is the fact that it can be a force for good. You know, it's a, it's a brand that really does matter. And, uh, and I can, I can use it to create a positive impact in people's lives. One of the biggest things that I'm super passionate about, and I'll, and I'll throw it back to you, um, is, really just waking people up from this like drifting mentality, you know, where people kind of just get in this rhythm of go to school, get good grades, get a job, work nine to five, you know, live for the weekends. And they kind of just don't really do a whole lot with their life. You know, I love this quote. Uh, it says, I forget who said it, but it says, you know, most people tiptoe their way through life, hoping that they make it safely to death. And that really like has always hit me, you know, I just think it's such a powerful quote and, and you know, this life is short, man. And I just really want to be an inspiration to get people to wake up and realize that, you know, they can create what they want and, and live an abundant, amazing life going out there and doing the things that they love to do. So long story short, hopefully um, that's, that's what it's, you know, what it's all about now. Oh, brother. I love it. Yeah. That quote is from Miles Monroe. Okay. Have you heard of Miles Monroe? I've heard the name, but I don't know much about him, actually. He was an incredible uh, motivational speaker. He is a, a evangelist, a Christian evangelist. And um, mm. he, he just like that guy had so much power behind his voice. Even uh, Les Brown, 
told him that he said, you're better than me. <laughs> wow. wow. That's Mark a compliment. Hunter actually passed away, I think maybe four or five years ago, but okay. yeah, he would talk often about this. And I, and what the reason why, like what you said really resonates with me and also what he says resonates with me is because I really do believe that we have so much potential, mm, yeah. and, you know, this conversation around purpose and, and like, living between the dash, the dash between when you were born and when you, you pass away and move to wherever you believe you move to, uh, there is an opportunity for you there to really step into your potential. And I think a lot of pe people fear their potential. They're not playing yeah. all that. They're not stepping in. They're pretending that they don't have things going on that they need to work on. And so they just stay in the comfortable zone. And yeah. you know, as you know, bro, nothing really magic and incredible happens there. It, all, it always happens outside of it. So so true. Uh, so true. I love it. And I know that, you know, you started out in a, I guess, a family where like there wasn't entrepreneurship as a conversation and, and you started out really trying to work all this out by yourself. What would you say really would be maybe at least two to three resources or strategies or um, pieces of content or mentors or whatever it may be that you learned uh, or even jumped into that you believe really elevated you to this level that you're at today? Yeah, great question. Um, so yeah, I mean, for me, you know, I had awesome parents, love my parents to death. They're some of my best friends to this day, you know, but they didn't have the the business entrepreneurship bug in them at all. Um, nobody in my entire, anyone in my, really my, my circle uh, growing up did no, you know, parents, aunts, uncles, grandparents, friends, nobody. And so um, I didn't know what entrepreneurship was. I didn't know what business was. You know, if you would have asked me that when I was 17, 18, I thought it meant you know, I have to go invent something or own like a gas station, you know? And so I didn't even know, you know, that it really existed in the way that it does. And so when I got involved with it, um, it definitely was, it was, it was an amazing, amazing moment. And I obviously it was one of the best decisions I ever made in my life to this day. But of course, you know, I went through a journey, as I mentioned before, everything is a journey, everything's a big game to me. And, uh, and I had to learn the rules and, and I had to go through the trials and tribulations and the things that it really does take um, to get to that next level. You know, I think one of the biggest misconceptions I had, and I think a lot of entrepreneurs have this when they're starting out, is they get sold on their dreams so much that they think that it's going to happen in the first three, six, 12 months, you know, they think they're going to start their business and they're just going to be rich and they're going to yeah. travel the world, you know? And it's, it's just like, it's so funny to look back and really actually look at what I was doing. And I'm like, wow, I, I really thought that, you know? And so I had a pretty big rude awakening. Um, but to answer your question, man, you know, about a few things that have gotten me to where I'm at. Um, I would say number one is, the biggest thing that I kind of pride myself on is that I just never quit, you know, and you hear this from so many people and coaches and mentors and motivational speakers and things like that about just never giving up. And, but I think there's a reason for that. You know, it's like if everyone in this space is talking about that and that's kind of something that you hear often, then it's probably valuable. It's probably something you should do, you know? And so for me, I truly just never gave up. Like so many people, they hit their first obstacle. They hit their, you know, third obstacle, their fifth challenge, their, you know, 10th wall that they run into and then they quit and they give up and they go back to whatever it is that they're doing now or, you know, we're doing before. And so for me, I never gave up. I was persistent as you could be. I mean, I went through five years basically of just challenge and failure after failure and disappointment after disappointment um, before I really broke out and, and saw the, you know, massive momentum that I'm, you know, seeing today. And so number one was I never gave up. Even when I hit the challenges, I, you can learn, of course, from everything. And so I just tried to find, I did my best, you know, to, to learn as I went. And there were some times where 
I just failed and I had to just, I had to just soak that in. I had to just accept it and I had to just move on, you know, and I couldn't figure out why I couldn't figure out what to learn. And I just moved on and I went to the next thing. And so I would say that was number one. Um, and then number two was influence on um, mentorship. You know, a huge question that I ask a lot of people and I would challenge, you know, anybody that's listening to this to ask themselves is who, who are you listening to? You know, who's, who's giving you the advice on a day to day basis? right? Because most people, they get advice on how to make money, how to build a business, how to be successful, how to be happy from the wrong people. Because most of us, you know, when you're growing up, your circle of influence is your parents, your friends from school and sports, you know, your, your coaches, your teachers, and, and things like that. And so it's like, if you're, you know, the example I always gave people back in the day was if you want to get really good at basketball, and that's like your number one thing, are you going to go study the greats like LeBron and Michael Jordan and Dwayne Wade and Larry Bird and things like that? Or are you going to go ask your mom how to get good? And it's like, it's a funny, you know, funny analogy because it's like, obviously you would go learn from the greats of how to play basketball. Why would I ask my mom? But people do that when it comes to like making money, for example, they go ask their broke friend working at McDonald's, you know, if this is a good business idea or if they should do this venture or take this risk. And it's like, that just doesn't make any sense, you know, and they obviously aren't going to give you good advice because they've never done it. And so, you know, for me, the mentorship through books, audios, events, I recommend going to events, Joel, I know you have one coming up, you know, going to events will change your life. Um, but all of those things, you know, and just really getting around the right people, learning from the right people. And the way you do that is just finding people who have what you want and who are who you want to become. So your influences in your life are very, very important. So the question you have to ask yourself is who are you learning from, um, you know, as you, uh, as you, you know, go down your journey. And so that was huge for me. Uh, and then uh, the last thing that kind of comes to mind, you know, and obviously there's a lot of little other things as well, but the last big one that comes to mind for me is truly just consistency, you know, and I know it's another, it's another one of those things that people hear all the time and it's, you know, not super sexy. It's not some secret sauce, but at the end of the day, man, it's like, you know, the people who are crushing it in anything, you know, the masters of this world, they, they just do the basics better. That's all it is. You know, it's like, again, back to the sports analogy, if you want to become amazing at basketball and you go study, you know, again, the grades, you're going to realize that they don't have any secret ability. They don't have some secret talent, you know, some secret sauce that they drink or every day, you know, to, to be that good. No, they just do a thousand free throws every day. You know, they, they play pickup games every day. They practice every day. So people who are really good, at their craft, they just do it every single day. And that, and for me, that's really what it is. You know, for Instagram is a perfect example. I was on Instagram six years ago and guess what I did every single solitary day, no matter how I felt, no matter what I was doing, no matter what happened the day before or what's happening the next day, every day I posted and I engaged with my following every single day. And so consistency is just so key uh, when it comes to absolutely, absolutely anything in life. Uh, and for me, when it comes to success, but from the success that I've found, I definitely have to throw up that, you know, that word consistency and give some praise to it because it really, I just wouldn't be here without it. So those are the three things, man, that I would, uh, I would just kind of off the top of my head um, that really came, you know, stuck out when you, uh, when you asked that question. Uh, beautiful stuff, Alex. Thank you for sharing this. This is such great insight. And yeah, I, I think that so many people want the advanced, the hacks, the algorithms, and it's mm -hmm. like, wait a minute are you missing the elementary and the foundational stuff? Because that's really what is strong standing. So getting mm -hmm. that part right first is really important. And I love that you shared yeah. that. Uh, so Alex, Absolutely. you work with a number of seven figure earners on their social media accounts. And yeah. 
programs and promoting their courses. Uh, what advice would you share for anyone that is looking at striving to become, you know, someone that is successful financially, but also with reaching more people and impacting more people with their online brand and business? What have you learned from working with seven figure earners that you can teach your everyday people uh, around social media today? Yeah, great question. So um, I honestly, man, the, probably the biggest thing that I've taken away from being surrounded by these, you know, just influential individuals and talking branding and social media, and then taking that and working with, you know, just your average person is that every, and we kind of talked about this yesterday, actually, on your, your call with your, your, um, your people on the, that team call yeah. is everybody has a story. And I think it's just so important to recognize, become aware that you, you have a story. No, it may not. It's not actually, it's not that it may not, it's not going to be, you know, anything similar to, to other people and maybe some, you know, mentors that you do have and you hear their stories and you're like, well, mine's not that crazy. Mine's not that insane. So it's not good enough. That's not true at all. Everybody has a story and every story has valuable lessons that can be taught. You know, the thing is in life, it's like one thing I've learned is that you can learn from obviously your own mistakes. That's like one of the best teachers ever, you know, you mess up and you learn from it, but you can also learn from other people's mistakes, you know, and, and when you tell your story, no matter what it is, when you tell your story and you're real and you're authentic to your people, what happens is you're going to start building a following of people that relate to that story and they, and they find comfort. They find value in that story. They learn from your story. And so that's honestly one of the biggest things that I've taken away from, you know, just being in this business is that it doesn't matter if you're just starting out. It doesn't matter if you've been in this game for 10 years. It doesn't matter if you're making, you know, negative, negative $100,000 a year or you're making positive $100,000 a year. You're making millions. Literally anyone at any time doesn't matter. Everybody has a story. And so my advice to those listening would be to figure out what your platform is, meaning if you're, you know, you want to build a brand for yourself, really go hard at, you know, a platform to start Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever it is for you and tell your story and be real, be authentic and, and just and go out there and, and share um, what, you know, your life with, with the world and just be, like I said, real about it and um, do your best, you know, to, to help people and I guarantee it'll come back to you. So that's probably the number one thing that I could give people. So Alex, let's say we have a new entrepreneur that's stepping into the online space and they're setting up their social media account. What are maybe a checklist of some things that are really important for them to refer to in order to make sure that they're doing this correctly in the most powerful way? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I, I, did you say Instagram or just in general? Well, yeah, Instagram. Uh, we could even leak it into you know Facebook or other social channels as well to add on to that. But I think a lot of people nowadays are playing on, on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love Instagram, as you know. So, um, yeah, I mean, first and foremost, every single one of the social medias, you got to have uh, a profile picture. And if you're building a personal brand, you know, make, make the picture you, right. I see so many people that don't do this. They put up like, actually, again, yesterday, one of your guys, this is what I told him. He, he had this personal brand, but he had his, you know, his kind of his company brand image, his company logo on there. And it's, yeah. if you're building a brand around you, you got to have your photo on there. You got to have your face on there. People connect with, other people. You know, we're human beings, we connect with other human beings. And so if you have a face, it's just right away, people are going to look at it and connect to it a lot and, and stay there over if you have just a brand image that nobody knows or recognizes yet. So I would definitely that's number one. And that goes for all platforms, you know, have a face there um, and, and make it a good, you know, powerful, clean looking screenshot, you know, or a headshot rather of, of yourself. So that'd be number one. Number two, 
um, your bio. Again, this goes for all social medias, you know, on your, on Instagram specifically, you know, you get 150 something characters. I believe some of the other ones are like similar to that as well. Um, and, uh, and setting up your bio properly is just, it's just such a growth hack, man. Like, you know, I, I like to always, when I coach this, I always say your bio creates the first impression, uh, when someone comes over to your account and then your content closes the deal, meaning that you attain a new follower or a new lead, you know, something like that. And so again, your bio is very, very important. And what you can do for this is, and I won't dive super in depth with it, but basically schedule, setting it up in, in terms of what I call a flow bio. And really what that means is that when someone comes to your account, they should literally just read left to right, top down and just flow down your bio. So instead of creating like a giant paragraph, that's just, you know, a bunch of random sentences and words and emojis, set it up in like a list formation so that it's like a bullet point or like even an emoji. And then it's like a phrase or a buzzword that kind of sticks out. And you want this, you want this information to be impactful because you only get a limited space, right? So you want it to leverage a little bit about who you are and what you stand for. So maybe like your faith, your, your, you know, business, just like your family, your main priorities in life. And then you also want to build your credibility up and, and really show that, you know, you are an expert in your field, um, or at least, you know, what you're talking about or are passionate, uh, about whatever it is that, you know, your brand is, is all around. And so, you know, an example of this would be author, speaker, traveler, podcaster, seven figure earner. I mean, obviously I know you were saying someone just starting out, but you know, just, those are just some examples of things that you can have in there because what it does is it creates that automatic influence. When someone comes to your account, it looks clean. And then they see those buzzwords, those buzz, buzz phrases, they can connect with you. They, you know, automatically have a somewhat of a relationship because they like some of the things you have in there about what you're passionate about. And then you have a little bit of leverage points in there and they're like, wow, this person's legit. They're worth following. Okay. So you got your bio. And then the third stage would be your content. Um, content's king, you know, really on any platform, obviously they're all different. You got to play a game with all of them. Instagram of course is made up of images, captions, and videos. And so the biggest tip I can give you guys for content, and this kind of goes for, you know, again, a lot of the platforms, but specifically with Instagram, go into your market, whatever type of brand you're in. If you're in the fitness space, let's say, and go look up, you know, what are some of your competitors and some of your influencers in your space doing? Okay. So what I mean by that is let's say you, you're just starting out and you know, let's say you got zero followers. When you launch your page, you want to create it so that it, it looks good right away. So one of the best ways you can do this for content is you go study other people that, you know, are just starting out and kind of see like what they're doing and see if it's, you know, working, if it's catching on, you know, what's going on with them. But then the biggest thing is looking at your influencers. So finding accounts that have a hundred thousand to a million plus followers that are influential, that are in your market, in your space, and just study what they're doing. Literally take notes. What type of images are they posting? Are they dark images? Do they have font on it? You know, what kind of captions are they posting? Are they long? Are they short? You know, do they have a call to action in them? I mean, it's literally endless what you could look for, but find key things and just study what they're doing and then take that, model it, don't copy it, model it, and then put your own twist on it, right? So it's yours, it's you, but now you kind of have a framework and you're like, oh, you know, videos with, with a, um, you know, a little bit of uh, a wording over it seems to do better. It works better. The algorithm picks it up better. And you know, these guys are all doing that. So I'm going to do that for myself. But of course, the video is going to be around you and you know who you are and what you're doing. So for content, you just want it to look good. Obviously quality, okay, quality over quantity. Um, you also want it to be uh, paint a message, tell a story. Okay, you can do that through your captions, talking in your captions, giving value as much as value as you can. But you really at the end of the day, you want it to you want it to reflect who you are. And you also want your, your content 
on to tell a story in the sense that when I come to your page, I should know what I'm getting, right? If I come to your account, I should know, hey, this person is, is crushing it in fitness. This person's a personal trainer. This person is, you know, a life coach, a personal development, you know, mentor, whatever it is, whatever business you're in, whatever profession you're in, whatever brand you want to build, make sure your audience understands that and knows what they're getting. You know, don't, don't go out there and, you know, build a, a brand all around, you know, your, your personal coaching and, uh, and you're just posting blurry pictures of your dog, you know, and it just makes no sense. And so just be clear with your message is really what I'm getting to. So we could go on all night, but those are, you know, three big things that I would recommend and kind of covers all your basis when it comes to Instagram and, you know, all other platforms out there. Nice, Alex. That is a thorough breakdown. Thank you so much, mate. Appreciate that. Yeah. Now, Alex, do you have two to three examples of some people online that you believe are really crushing it when it comes to marketing themselves and presenting themselves online? Yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, there's a lot of people. And again, it's going to be dependent on who, what industry you're in, you know, obviously, like if you're on listening to this, and you run a traditional business, like you say, you run a salon, you know, some of these names may not necessarily relate to you. But um, either way, you can, of course, learn from anybody. So I mean, number one, you know, kind of the kingpin in the personal branding world right now is, is Gary Vaynerchuk It's just Gary V on Instagram. Um, definitely watch this stuff. I mean, this guy is this guy is absolutely dominating you know, the Instagram space and, and just all of social media for that matter, not even just Instagram. He's all over the place. Obviously he's doing it at like the highest level possible on, um, you know, and, and don't go there and get discouraged because you don't need to be doing it at that level, but you can absolutely learn a lot of strategies um, just by watching what he does and how he does it. So Gary Vaynerchuk would be a big one that I would recommend. Um, these are going to be kind of catered more towards the entrepreneurship side of things because that's the world that I'm in. Um, but all in all, they're, you know, really good at branding. So I would say him, uh, another really good one that I like to follow is, and see kind of how he does his stuff as well is, uh, kind of a newer guy actually, but he's been blowing up. Um, Ed Milet, he's, uh, he's been really good and it's just Ed Milet on Instagram, but he's been putting out a lot of very quality high level, uh, pieces of content in the form of videos and, and Instagram stories and, you know, and interviews and he has his own podcast and YouTube channel and everything. And, you know, I know Gary does as well, but Ed takes a completely different approach. Um, and it's just really cool. And I, I like his style and I like the way he, he brands himself and he's been blown up very, very fast. So he's definitely someone to kind of check out. Um, and then last, I mean, the third one I would, uh, I mean, again, man, there's just so many, but I mean, honestly, for your, your listeners, I would tell them to go watch you. I mean, you're killing it. You got a, what, a million on Facebook, you know, 650 K on Instagram and another, what, 85 K with your personal brand. So you can't really, you can't be too upset at that. You know, you got a banging podcast. So, um, yeah, man, I would tell your listeners to study you cause you're obviously crushing it. Yeah. Thank you, brother. Thank you for breaking that down. And, and, you know, I think it's, what's important to know is we built organically too, you know, and when I say organic, I mean, I didn't, pay specifically for advertising mm -hmm. uh, i collaborated right so i built a platform where I, I built a solid brand that was authentic and at the same time i connected with other people that i vibed with that had similar yeah. values to me and said hey let's create a win-win so we've done some shout out for shout out uh my personal brand joel brown i would say makes at least 10 to 12 times more than addicted to success Mm. Because addicted to success is the company, but people want to connect with a real human. So if there's any way you can right. bring your personality into it or humanness into it, it's going to be a great edge uh, for you, a great winning edge. So couldn't agree more. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure sure that resonates with you too. Just with the people that you've worked with, I'm sure that's the way they've made it work too. Is just stepping more into who they are and sharing that, 
And I think the key is knowing that not everyone is going to love your stuff. Right. But there are definitely people out there that would love to be part of your tribe or what Russell Brunson calls a culture, right? A cult. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. So, 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 Alex, you obviously run a company. Uh, you co-found a company which makes multiple six figures. It's a digital marketing agency. And you're on track to make a million uh, within your second year, which is a great achievement when we look at like how business growth and, and how you're able to, you know, really step into your vision and make it something possible. So you work with over 600 brands and multiple seven figure and eight figure earners. How did this company come about? And then if you could just break down, like what, are, what do you believe are the things that have allowed you to go from six figures to now close to seven figures within the second year? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's been, it's been an awesome journey. So this is, this has been really fun to, you know, go out there and build this thing. Um, it started, yeah, we're about a year and a half in right now, um, from when we started it and it's called invigorate digital marketing agency. Um, and actually the way that it started was purely just Instagram. So how, how it kind of came about was, you know, I've always been looking for different ways to monetize on Instagram and trial and error and just, you know, doing different things. And, um, kind of met a few people and came across, you know, the idea of being able to provide value in the form of actually helping people grow their Instagram accounts, which is a pretty common thing that a lot of people do. Um, and I'm aware of that, but the difference is, is that, you know, I knew just through my network in the past and, and, uh, and the skills that we had and the resources we had, you know, that we actually could provide like really high level quality results on Instagram. And so the idea was to, really just work with high level individuals because we just believed that, you know, they, we could provide that type of value to the point where they would pay us, you know, good money and we could attract over big, you know, big time clients. And so that was the idea. And I partnered up with um, three of my friends. There's actually four of us that own the company. Um, all three of them I met, you know, through just other business ventures in the past. And, uh, and we were all really good friends, all lived in the same area and met through, you know, again, entrepreneurship. And so we got connected um, or I mean, I, I approached them rather uh, with the idea of kind of launching this and, and going after kind of that higher end market, kind of being like the Ferrari in the Instagram growth world. And so that's what we did. And, and we used, you know, our leverage and our connections from years past and um, our networks. And, and again, and then a lot of my resources on Instagram and formed a few partnerships and, you know, and took off and it really just started to scale. Um, word got out, man. I mean, we just, you know, we, we, we really did provide and still do provide great results for our clients. And, you know, we work with a lot of people that are in like the, you know, the direct selling space, affiliate marketing space, real estate, insurance, things like that. And those industries, you know, they have a pretty high rate of referral, you know, because it's like they're, they have a big market and they're like, Hey, this is working for me. And they go tell their friends. And so um, we also have like incentives and stuff for that too. But either way, it started to uh, spread pretty quickly. Um, and we started to scale, you know, pretty quickly as well. Um, and so that's kind of how it started. And then where we're at today and kind of how we got to where we're at and why we're growing um, is really what we did is we, we turned the company in, into more than just Instagram and we really built it into a full scale digital marketing company. And a lot of our success honestly has been coming from partnerships. You know, we've created multiple strategic uh, partnerships with individuals and other agencies and companies, you know, around the world. Uh, to where we're all able to collaborate and work together, provide services for each other and each other's clients. And it's just been so amazing to be able to do that because now it gives us the ability to leverage, um, which is really how you do go to that next level in anything in life. And so that's been huge. But what it also allowed us to do was expand, like I said, 
uh, into a full scale company. And so what I mean by that is there's kind of two, two avenues and just real quick, talk about how it works. There's two avenues with our company. The first one um, is all around influencer creation. This is where I kind of shine and spend most of my time. And what that really means is we just help individuals. Primarily our perfect client would be somebody that's, you know, doing six figures or above and is like an individual in some industry, like I noted to earlier and then helping them really brand themselves online. So of course, Instagram is a huge portion of that. We do more too, like PR, you know, getting them featured in, you know, publications and press, um, getting them on podcasts, things like this, um, you know, helping them with like Facebook and getting a personal website, you know, just all that kind of stuff comes into play when it comes to, you know, building a personal brand for somebody. So helping them go from, you know, basically a nobody online to a somebody online and showing them the right way to go and do it. And so that's kind of the influencer side of things. Then the other side of the company is more of the small to medium sized businesses and in, in, in the traditional world. So what I mean is, you know, helping your local salon, your local restaurant, you're just your local business owner that has a traditional storefront or online business, and then helping them kind of enhance their overall digital footprint uh, with in the online world. And so we help them just go get more reviews, uh, get a Facebook page set up, help them drive, you know, some SEO or Google ads, get them a website up, you know, things like that, when it, that that's valuable to a business owner. Um, and so that's kind of the two avenues that we work with. And, you know, we're able to, to scale so quickly, like I said, through word of mouth has been really big. Um, when you work with high level people, they tend to tell other high level people, which has been amazing. Um, and then uh, pure, you know, just again, organic growth through value, providing actual valuable um, results and, and, and uh, information to individuals. And then the last piece to it would be, again, the leverage point of it's not just me. It's not just my partners. You know, we have, we have other partners, we have other companies, we have other sources that we're able to work with. And again, leverage to really scale what we're doing. So um, yeah, so that's kind of the journey of it. Are there any algorithms that we should know about? Are there certain times to post in a day? Uh, is there anything that we could be doing with our social media accounts to really uh, get more reach, more impressions, more engagement? Yeah. So I mean, apart from the obvious of like making sure you comment back and obviously <laughs> posting, right? Sure. Sure. Yeah. So I mean, it's always a, you know, it's always a tough question because the algorithm changes for those that don't know. It's, it's not like Instagram just tells you what the algorithm is and it also changes. So it's, it's pretty fun, you know, trying to figure that out all the time. Um, you know, but a few things in terms of posting, you know, it is going to be different for everybody, depending on where you live, what time zone you're in. Um, a great way to really know when a good time to post is, is make sure that your your account is set up as a business account. If you don't know how to do that, just go Google it. Um, super easy to do. But what that'll do is it'll actually unlock all of the analytics. So Instagram does a pretty good job at giving you insights on your posts. And uh, you can actually go look at those insights of your overall account and per post. And what it'll do is it'll actually tell you you know, every single day of the week when your audience is responding the most. And so that therefore, you know, it's so if it's at 9am every single day, then you know, all right, I got to post at 9am every single day if I want to get maximum traffic. What I've realized just over the years of doing this, um, and maybe you can attest to this as well, but you know, I'm, I'm out here in America, but um, for me, it seems like in the morning, more people engage almost always, you know, between eight and like 10am. Um, at my time, you know, it's just any, anywhere. I used to live on the east side of the United States. Now I'm on the west coast and different time zones. And it's still the same thing, you know, in the morning, people engage the most. Um, and I think it's just because people are getting up, they're starting their day. And, 
you know, in today's generation, one of the first things that most people do when they start their day is they go on their Instagram, they go on their social media. So yeah, posting early uh, is, is really good. And then again, just look at those analytics. Um, but in terms of like, you know, algorithm hacks, scaling, things like that, a um, couple things, you know, obviously a big one is hashtags. If you can, uh, if you can really nail down your hashtags for your account, um, that's something that really can help you. I mean, even a lot of people have all these different ideas and, and theories about hashtags, but you know, I still to this day, I use them. I use 30 hashtags in every post that I do. I try to switch them up every like four to six months and um, I'm still ranking. You know, I still hit some of the top hashtags and I land in the top posts and I get a bunch of traffic from that, you know, organically. And so hashtags are a great way um, to, uh, to bring constant exposure, but it also is just kind of always there where you just never know, you know, you can land in a couple big ones and then all of a sudden you're on the discover page and boom, you know, and there do you, you put go. Your hashtags in the comments or can you put it in your caption or what's the rule around that? Cause people are a little bit confused on that one. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually still do it the old school way of putting it in the comments, man. I know a lot of people ever since this last Instagram algorithm update, you know, they, uh, they, they said that you had to only use five or something like that and put it in your captions. And I tested that for a while, but like I said, I mean, 30, hashtags in the comments of my post, they, they seem to do pretty good. So I don't know. Do, do you, uh, what do you do with yours? I, I don't usually put too many hashtags. I was running with the rule of, you know, five or six. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so okay. I'm and I'm going to try the and, third and see. Yeah. Has that been going good? I mean, maybe it's changed. I'm not sure. Uh, to be honest, I haven't noticed too much of a difference, but uh, gotcha. I also haven't done 30 before. So I'm going to go with that. And, and, this is the thing about social media and this is the thing about marketing in general and, and even business is you got to test all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Experiment and, and you know, a lot of people shy away from spending marketing dollars, but I look at it as you're buying IP, you're buying mm. data and results and analytics and stats so that you can so see how you can improve. Yeah. So good. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Very cool. Alex, you've, cool. you've instilled in us so much wisdom and I really appreciate it. What I want to do is I, I want to give uh, the, listeners an opportunity to connect with you. So how can we find you online? Yeah. So, um, well, there's really two main ways. Um, number one would obviously be Instagram. You can just go to my account vision wall. It's just one word vision wall. And, um, and actually on there, you can connect with me in multiple ways. So you can either just shoot me a message, um, in the, in the DM, you can visit my website, which is on there as well, but it's just official alexlombard.com. You can go on there. Um, kind of check out a little bit more about who I am, what I do. And if you want to connect with me through there, there's a form you can fill out as well. Um, and then the other way would just, you know, through email, which again, it's all connected to my Instagram. So I would recommend just going there, obviously being that's what I love to do and what we're talking about. So if you want to just head over to my Instagram again, at vision wall on Instagram, shoot me a DM, shoot me an email, or just go ahead and go to my website. Any of those ways uh, can work. Beautiful. Are there any online tools or software platforms apps that you use that really help you to get an upper hand when it comes to social media and marketing yeah yeah there's quite a few actually so it it obviously depends on what your what your uh, outcome is what you're looking for um but i'll name a few of them you know for um for auto posting that's always a big one that people always ask me about is how can i post you know when i'm traveling or how do you post when you travel so much and um i use an app that and i know there's a lot of them but the app that i use is called better b e t uh, B E T T R, I believe is how it's spelled. Um, I don't have my phone next to me. Otherwise I'd pull it up, but it just look up better. Uh, if you can't find it on the app store, just Google it, you know, better auto poster, but it's a cool little app and, uh, you know, they allow you to actually use hashtags. You can tag people in your post, you know, and you can schedule them like a week in advance, I believe. 
Um, so those are, gr that's a great app for anyone that, you know, is busy and wants to kind of do the whole sit down on a Sunday schedule out for the entire week on their Instagram. That's a great app to do that. So I use better. Um, another app that I use is uh, what's called command. Uh, this one, I believe you do have to pay for if you want to unlock the full features. I don't think, I think it's a few bucks, but it's really cool. Um, really what it does is it gives really in-depth insights on your own content as well as your competitors content, which is really interesting and unique um, because you can actually go on there and you can look at, you know, other accounts that are in your market and uh, it'll show you, you know, their best performing posts, their best, you know, highest engaging posts on um, what hashtags they are using, things like that. And so you can kind of get a good feel for what's happening in your market, what's working, what's not working. So that's a great app. There's a lot you can do on there. It's called command uh, again. And then um, uh, another one that I use is called social blade. Um, this one's pretty common. A lot of people know this. Basically what it does is it allows you to look at your day-to-day -day growth uh, on your account. So you can, you can look at your weekly growth on Instagram, but this, uh, this app allows you to look at your daily growth. And it also allows you to look again at your competitors or influencers in your space. You can look at their backend analytics in terms of how, how much are they growing. So, and again, it's just a cool app, you know, if you're looking for that type of information. Um, and then uh, the last one I'll give you guys is, uh, is an app that I use for editing. Um, it's called uh, Lightroom. It's created, you know, by uh, uh, Photoshop. Great app. It's free to use. And there's, I mean, endless things you can do on it. Um, but what I'd recommend you do is you find some what's pretty cool, what's called presets, uh, where these kind of just do the editing for you. And, you know, don't go crazy with it. I don't, I don't believe in like a, you know, crazy, fully fake, just profile, but, you know, sharpening up your images, your videos, things like that, of course, is always going to be good um, to do. And this app will let you do that. And so, you know, go ahead and grab that. It's again, it's free. And um, there's, a, there's just endless things you can do with it. But um, yeah, those are a few apps that I'd recommend people use specifically for Instagram. Great shares there, Alex. I'll be checking out those apps as well. Uh, one of them uh, that I use is Icona Square. So yes. I-C-O-N-O square.com. Great app. And yeah, it's such a great app. And you know, it's funny, I was showing uh, a number of entrepreneurs in a workshop and I was showing them how you can look at analytics on different people's accounts and you can study your own. And it was really interesting. One guy goes, well, why are you telling all of these people about this app? Aren't you worried that people will get insights that you won't uh, now be able, now you're going to be competing with them and you won't be able to have the upper hand. And I said, you know, it's really interesting. You say that I'm not concerned with that. I want to understand my audience more. And at the same time, I have confidence and trust that I can create something at a high level if I focus on what I can bring to the world. And I think this is something for the listeners, I'm sure this, you know, you, you can attest to this too, is that no matter how much data and analytics you have, if you're not working on you and crafting your message, and like you said earlier in this interview, really getting clear on what your story is, you're not going to have that magnetic pull with your brand and with your marketing. You're not going to have an edge because you're trying to be like everybody else. Yes, absolutely. It's different, man. It's like, you know, God's created us in a way. It's so incredible, so powerful and so mm. unique. We get to share that with the world. Why would you deny yourself of expressing your unique gifts? Yes. I love that. I love that. And, and on that point, everybody has a gift too, you know, and I think that's such a, such a profound thing to realize is that every human being, again, regardless of what you believe, every human being was, was given a gift that they can go and use, you know, to, to help others and to live, you know, an abundant life. And so the key is just to figure out what that gift is um, and, uh, and, and use it to its, you know, full capacity for yourself. Amen to that, brother. Amen. Thank you so much <laughs> for jumping in. I really appreciate you, Alex. And uh, before we wrap up this interview, I have one last question. And the question is, if you were to deliver your last 30 second speech 
to oh, the man. world, what would that last 30 seconds sound like? So what I would say is that life happens for you, not to you, meaning that you have been given the power to literally go out there and design the life that you want to create. You can have, be, or do absolutely anything that you want. You just need to first believe it and then execute on it. 